0: Welcome to Carpe Dime, the podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson from Financial Center First Credit Union.
1: And I'm Dusty Simmons.
0: Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affects us achieving our financial goals. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Dusty.
1: Do you remember Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation?
0: Oh yeah, I remember Cousin Eddie from a lot of the, of the shows of uh, the vacation groups. Uh, that guy, yeah. Do you I, got a
1: couple of choice lines you can share with us?
0: Uh, I don't think I can share any of the lines <laughs> that he says. I, I mean, know
1: I can only think of the one, uh, and I can't say. I can say think it on of air. a
0: few different ones, but uh, yeah, the one that comes back to mind always is you know when he's uh, emptying the RVs, uh, uh,
1: the
0: septic tank. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. so yeah, yeah. yeah I, Yeah. Do you have a Cousin Eddie?
1: (laughs) I mean, so, you know, Cousin Eddie, he's a little backwards. He's not so great with his money, but he's this lovable relative that Clark Griswold has to deal with while he's on Christmas vacation, right? Right, yeah. All right. So what do you think is so memorable about about Cousin Eddie?
0: You know, I love that Cousin Eddie shows up, has the RV, and it's Christmas time, has no shame asking (laughs) for anything or doing anything. Right. Uh, You know, don't forget the dickies he wears, too. He's got a nice set of dickies.
1: Okay, dickies, yeah.
0: And, uh... You know, I just think, you know, heart's in the right place, but man, that guy, I think if I remember right, I think he's got a metal plate in his head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so today we're covering a pretty stressful topic for some of us what to do when a friend or family member like Cousin Eddie asks for money. So stay tuned for some good advice to get you through your next Cousin Eddie related experience.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. So I, we all probably have a Cousin Eddie in our family or an uncle. Jamie or uh, <laughs> right, and Aunt Dusty or you know we have that 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 black sheep that sort of just marches to their own beat and no matter how hard they try to fit in they just and
1: do don't. the right thing
0: yeah and for some reason it always seemed to be what short of what
1: the money money oh well see I was looking at this from the different perspective of you know. Everybody's friends and family dynamics have the spenders and the savers mm-hmm. and you definitely know of your friends or your family group which is which right Oh yeah definitely for so you know you got your Clark Griswolds and then you got your cousin Eddies you got
0: your cousin Eddies right. yeah Are your are your nephews or your Yep. Or, yes, exactly. <laughs> All of them, right?
1: So, uh, you know, if you're the saver, you may be a target of someone who needs money, especially if you're a pretty approachable it, person. And
0: they, it reminds me of the Bugs Bunny cartoons. And whenever they had the picture, the person's head turns and it says sucker on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Yeah, if you're the, you're the saver in this group, you might have that. They you're, might think you're the sucker. So right. we really need to talk about this and talk about the right way to handle a family member or a friend coming and asking you to either Borrow money or co-sign on a loan or it's not an easy discussion to
1: have. No, because as we all know, money can be a destroyer of relationships or at least an uncomfortable situation if money comes between friends and family members. Right. And sometimes it does.
0: We've seen a lot of friendships and a lot of family uh, strife because of, of, of borrowing money and mm-hmm. whether or not being paid back or just people's... Um, What do I want to say here? Perception of the person with or without the money—it goes both ways, really. Absolutely,
1: yeah. Whether you're the the one who's borrowing or the one who's lending.
0: I I think back to so because we have we have family members—they borrow money, right? Mm -hmm. And it was funny because my in-laws always came to us, thought we were the rich people. And the the niece or nephew came to us one time and was asking for money, and I'm like, "What is? I don't have that kind of money." Mm -hmm. But you guys are rich. I like
1: so perception.
0: I'm a school teacher.
1: I live in a three-bedroom house.
0: What do you mean I'm rich? So it really comes back to, I mean, for them that had no food in the pantry, right? right. We're usually two or three months behind on the rent. Mm-hmm. To them, I look like I had a lot of money. So it really, it really comes back to that. And, you know, the conversation is going to come, you know, it's going to happen when it looks as though you might be the successful one. So
1: Right. So whichever side of the line you fall on, the person who's asking for money or the person who's lending money, we're going to give you some tips today to have a less stressful conversation, and those things are gonna include what to consider when someone asks you for money, how to say yes, and how to say no in a way that doesn't damage your relationship. Just say no, just say no. (laughs) So let's let's start by talking about what to consider when someone asks you if they can borrow money.
0: Okay, the first thing you really need to do is you need to look over your own finances and make sure you have that availability to loan that money and it's not gonna put you in a pinch, right?
1: And like, what does that really mean, put me in a pinch?
0: meaning if you're gonna have to decide whether to loan them money to help pay their bills and you can't pay your bills right
1: that's
0: I mean that's you know I hate to say it's a no-brainer but for some of us it's not because you know emotional you know I want to take care of my brother or my sister my niece or my nephew and because we're family but if it's putting your family's you know financial situation at risk then the answer is you know gonna have to probably be no so the first thing you want to look at is Mm -hmm. your where you are financially Um, you got, You got to ask your question, the question, where's the money going to come from?
1: Right. And even if it just is meant to disrupt your own savings habits, that may not be a good reason to, to, right. to lend out money, right? right. So yeah. whether or not you can afford it and pay your bills, but also whether it's going to inhibit your, your savings and, habits.
0: And here's history. What I've seen is usually when this comes up, it's usually one of those things where you're asked and they want to an answer right away. And my answer to that is if they can't let you have the time to make that decision, and the answer is going to have to be no. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, you know, you, know, you got to make sure you're cut up on your own bills. Make sure you have your own emergency savings and mm-hmm. you can do that.
1: I mean, we preach that all the time. So three months savings up to six months savings. But you shouldn't really be considering lending someone else money unless it's a dire situation. If you aren't where you should be in your savings strategy. Right.
0: And there's some things you need to consider besides just looking at your own budget.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, one is, you know, you need to have the conversation with the other people in your life. You know, your uh, partner or, or your spouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that conversation needs to take place. If you're loaning money without having that conversation, that can come back and sort of bite you on your on your butt.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so you really have to have that conversation. Yeah,
1: I did I did that once. It was it did not work out well and right. I lent money without talking to someone else.
0: Yeah. So you wanna do that. Yeah. You want you wanna make sure that, you know, the idea that um sometimes the answer is gonna be, will you co sign with me?
1: Yeah, and that's a whole different conversation, right?
0: I mean, it's still a yes, no conversation, but that that conversation needs to take place and what the ramifications are. And we're going to talk a little bit more about those sorts of things.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Another thing that you should consider is whether or not uh, you're okay with them not paying you back.
0: Yes. Here's the answer to that. If you are going to loan someone money, you need to basically be okay not getting paid back.
1: Right. I mean... Hopefully you will get paid back, but you just yes. never know. And you have to be okay with letting that money right. just go.
0: If you're going to do that, you need to be sure that you, you've you washed your hands of it. And it, when you get paid back, if you get paid back, that's a bonus. Because in all honesty, folks, most of the times when this happens, you don't get paid back. Right. So if you're going to do this to be nice and not worry about it because you have plenty, you know, you have plenty in your cushion and your savings. You know, you've got enough cushion there, I should say. Mm-hmm and you're doing it because you're wanting to help that person, hopefully you'll get paid back. But if you're going with the idea that you're probably going to get paid back, you're going, this is where it's going to get back to that idea of ruining relationships.
1: Right. You know, and another thing that we, we've talked about uh, when we were prepping for this is, are you okay with seeing that person spend money on things that you necessarily don't agree with when they haven't paid you back and vice versa? Mm-hmm. If you're the person who owes someone money, you know, you need to make sure that they know the reason that maybe you're not paying that back and you're buying something else. See
0: this happen all the time and this yeah. actually goes back This is to where that,
1: feelings get hurt. This well,
0: yeah, this actually goes back to that spending and saving that that that, that idea that spending money makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And people that are coming to borrow money probably aren't doing very well with a budget. Right. So uh, their idea of getting happy means they're spending money and when you loan them that money, that doesn't then give you the right to decide what what else they can and can't spend their money on. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do that, you've got to sort of be willing to step back and, and not let it bother you. Right. Because it's really hard to do because you're thinking to yourself, well, they owe me X amount of dollars, but they just went out and spent that on something that we would consider wasteful. So, and the other thing you want to think about if they don't pay you back is how's it going to affect your relationship? Yeah.
1: Right. Well, and again, that comes back to, being okay with knowing they're not gonna pay you back if that's the case or being okay with them spending money. Like, those are the things that can affect how you feel about your relationship with each other, right? Right,
0: I, like I said, be prepared to for them not to pay you back. Now, mm-hmm. here's what I do will say to you, and we'll probably talk about this a little bit more as we go through this. You loan them once and they don't pay you back. Shame on them, you yeah. loan them twice, And they don't pay you back. That's shame on you. You you didn't learn your lesson. I totally agree. We're going to have to talk a little bit about that. You know, it's a, oh, okay. So we're going to talk about four things when it comes to saying yes. Number one, Dusty.
1: So number one, make sure you've discussed with the other family members who might be affected by your decision that you are going to say yes. And, um, you know, just don't make that decision by yourself. If there are other people affected by your financial choices, make sure they're on the same page as you. Right.
0: Number two. Um, You know, think about this. This is a great time to to teach somebody. So if you say yes, maybe it is, okay, I'll say yes and help you with this. But I really want to sit down with you and help you learn how to budget and have that conversation. Because really the person is probably having these issues and coming to you because they're probably not very good at managing their own money. So this is a great teachable moment. It's
1: not necessarily about... Their income, it's there about their ability to budget and save and, and right?
0: Yeah, their spending habits. What are yeah, they spending, they're spending on? And if what? you're a
1: good saver, then you're probably better at that than they are. Yes. Yeah.
0: Number three.
1: Create clear expectations or even a contract for repayment. So I will say, I actually, when I got out of college, I borrowed some money from my aunt um, to go on a trip. And she and I sat down before I borrowed that money and decided how I was going to pay that back. And she was so nice, she didn't charge me interest. But, you know, if you're going to set up somebody for repayment, you know, make sure you're both clear when when your payment is expected, if there's gonna be interest, and when you expect that loan to be paid off.
0: So, I come from a family of, I'm the oldest grandchild of, I believe, 14 or 15 of us. And I borrowed money one time from my grandparents. This is after I had gotten out of college. And I actually, they, I, I had them charge me interest and I would go and visit once a month at least and bring them a check. Mm-hmm. And I paid it back, paid it back early. It wasn't a lot of money. It was just I basically consolidated some debt that I had and paid it off. And I tell you right here and now, it it made a of difference in the rest of the, my life with my grandparents as far as our relationship was concerned because so many of the other grandchildren or the, the my aunts or uncles would borrow money and they never paid it back. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, before my grandmother passed away, she made the comment that to her, it was so important that I'd paid that back and how, it, you know, it made it, it. She loved me so much, but by doing that she really realized that I was going to be a successful person that right. if I'd ever needed money, to, that that would have been okay to come to them again. And I was like, well, I would never do that. You know, I didn't want to really do that. Cause there's that part of that conversation when you're the one borrowing the money, if you're, if you're a person that's usually pretty good, you know, it's, it's not easy to ask for money either.
1: Right. Uh, so. But a bit, a bit, but having that conversation and knowing what those those expectations are really set the stage for a successful continued relationship, right? Oh, you yes, build trust. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, if you ever needed to borrow money again, you know, that opportunity is there because you've shown the ability to repay. So right. um, that's a very important conversation to have. Mm-hmm. And then four.
0: Be okay with losing the money if they aren't able to repay you back. The money's gone yeah. you know there's no reason to chase the money yeah you, you've got to have this conversation with yourself beforehand if I loan the person the money and they don't pay it back I'm okay with that
1: yeah uh, because, But I don't think you tell them that
0: uh, no you don't tell them that. right Obviously, you don't want to tell them that because that's really setting them up for failure right um, yeah you know, I think the best way is to set up a monthly payment plan mm-hmm. where there's a conversation taking place and a lot of people are like oh you, you don't need to do that with family I think you do need to have that done with family I think you need to do that I have my own children that are in their 20s and teens, and I I, I do that with them, mm-hmm. and I hold them accountable because, you know, when they go out and borrow money from the bank or the credit union, they're going to be held accountable, right? Mm-hmm. And by allowing them to not be held accountable, what is what are we teaching them?
1: That it's okay to not pay your bills. Right. Right, you're teaching them bad money management habits. Okay, so I want to ask you a quick question here. So if you say yes to just lending someone, you know, $1,000 or some cash or whatever, that's one thing. But we actually talked specifically about... What is saying yes to co-signing a loan? What does that really mean? Because okay. that's a different level of lending someone money.
0: Right. So you have someone that comes to you and says, will you, will you be the co-signer on a loan? Uh, remember this. If they if they do not pay back the loan, you are held responsible for that. That will affect your credit score. That will affect uh, your ability to borrow. So it's very important that you, you're aware of that before you sign it. I've, I've met many people in the industry and they're like, well... I co-signed for my brother and he didn't pay the payment. Now they're trying to get the money for me and they're very upset and they think it's not fair. But the answer is you actually signed on it on the promissory note saying that it would get paid. That's why they had you do it. You, so you need to make sure if you're signing on a note that you're aware of the consequences because if you don't, mm-hmm. it could be, it can get ugly.
1: Yeah, I mean, and we've talked about parents or, you know, uh, grandparents or that kind of thing, but it really gets even uglier when you kind of get into like a, you're not really related situation where mm-hmm. you're doing that for a friend or maybe a, a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I mean, what happens when, if that relationship changes, you know, and now you're liable for a loan you didn't really even right. want. So be very careful about it, I think is what we're saying, if you're going to co-sign. Definitely. For
0: a loan. Well, think about that, even with, you know, not really co-signing, but if I if I have if I'm dating someone and I have a credit card and I get them as added on as a credit card user I'm liable for that bill because it's in my name mm-hmm. so if I give that person and I've got a credit card that has a five thousand dollar limit and they go crazy one night and go max it out I'm liable for that there's mm-hmm. no way you can't just go and tell the court that well that person lost their mind and you're no longer together they don't care about that right uh, so it's really important that you're aware of that and you know we all want to help our you know our family out our friends out or you know People that we, we we love, but you've got to be very careful about doing it. Got it. Which takes me to my favorite part.
1: Say no. <laughs> say
0: no. Say no. Say no. Say no. Just say no.
1: Well, I mean, there's definitely a difference between saying no and then maybe coming up with what we have or three or four additional suggestions to say no in a way that also helps the person, right? I
0: think the answer is you just gotta be the grumpy uncle so that they're just scared to ask you.
1: I mean, maybe sometimes you do have to <laughs> be that way, especially if you know they're the person who's not gonna repay you. But right. we did come up with four ways to say no, but also to give them okay. support. So number one. Say say no,
0: but hey, I know you're a little short on money. Maybe you know someplace or somewhere you can help get them a side job, a side hustle, mm-hmm. or show them a way to make extra money. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of ways to make money, you, you know. and
1: Introduce them to somebody who's hiring
0: right.
1: or, yeah, who needs help in some way. Get them some extra cash without saying, I'm going to give you the money. Right. Right. Okay. Number two, provide an opportunity to earn money. So, I, you know, we've done this with family members before who are handy and I'm not handy. Um, you know, hey, come up and fix my fence for me and I'll pay you 500 bucks. Right. So give them an opportunity to earn the money, um, not just give it out.
0: Caveat to that. You have... You have, you have your nephew come up to fix some things you're going to pay him. Make sure you get the things fixed before you pay the whole bill.
1: <laughs> I feel like this is a personal story here.
0: Oh, so many different personal <laughs> stories. That's just one of many, yes. Uh, it, that's fine, you know. But remember, if you pay somebody to do the work, but you pay them up front, you know, you're on their time schedule. And we're, this person you're probably dealing with isn't probably good at managing their money or their time.
1: Okay, That's a good, that's a good tip. Um, Step number three, invest in your friend or family member. So I've had this happen to me once or twice where someone comes with an idea or something that they want to do and they want upfront money to start the business or whatever. It's okay to say yes to those things, but offer to either review a business plan with them, make sure that they've thought through it, or maybe, you know, in order to get there, they're going to have to take a class, support them and, you know, paying for the class, maybe to get them their real estate license or whatever it is they want to do. Um, so you can provide support without actually giving them money, but actually sponsoring something that they need to do to get there.
0: Right. And number four, mm. don't be afraid to be honest of why you're saying no. You know, if the answer is, I really don't have the extra money, I'd mm-hmm. love to help you. Tell them that. Yeah. If it's, hey, I love you, but as far as responsibilities are concerned, you haven't shown me that you can be responsible. Now, if you show me differently, yeah. there's a chance the next time I'll say yes. But you have to have that conversation because I can tell you this. I know people, and I'm not talking about just my family. I know people that they say yes, and it becomes it becomes that it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. People keep coming back and asking for more, or
1: other family right. members then see, hey, this person will help, right? Right. So
0: yeah, they all line up. I always, I always call them the vampires. Mm-hmm. Vampires will line up and just start sucking you dry. Obviously, I don't want to say no to my children. Right. You know, there's a fine line there. Right. You know, with family.
1: Well, and I think like you said, it's sometimes hard to have those conversations with your friends or family members, but it's okay to tell them the real reason you're saying no. Either you're not responsible or I don't have the money or whatever the reason is. It's okay.
0: Yeah. And let's go back. I've got another one. So let's say we said yes and we don't get paid back. Uh-huh. The next time the answer has to be what? No. It does, and And you'll be surprised at the audacity. You will have people that you say yes to that say they're going to pay you back. They don't pay you back, and a few years later, they'll come and ask for money again. So I have a long memory, (laughs) and so when you go back to saying no, remember, I am saying no this time because the last time you didn't pay me back, and you still actually owe me this amount, and I added interest onto it. So if you want to pay this bill, then I can loan it to you the next time.
1: Mm -hmm. So. All right. So we've got a few takeaways here to help you kind of understand and figure out the best way to have this conversation with your friends or family member. And the first one is to try to create some general rules about who you feel comfortable loaning money to. And so this is that discussion you have with your, your, um, your partner or your spouse or your family members to say, hey, you know, Um, I'm comfortable if someone asks me for money if I know they're going to pay me back and they're responsible and whatever those criteria are but kind of know in your mind and in your family's mind who you're okay lending money to and who you're not.
0: Right. If you get a text saying so-and-so needs money out in California the answer is no. I don't know so-and-so in California. Okay. Uh, Number two takeaway when approached by a friend or family member looking to borrow money ask yourself if you're really in a position to be giving money away.
1: And it go, that goes back to the make sure you're, all your ducks are in a row, you're paying your bills, your emergency savings there, and you're not disrupting any of your own savings habits.
0: I, I've helped so many people, parents, that just wanted to help their children, their grown adult children. And I've seen grown adults that are in retirement age that have no retirement because they kept They've, helping their children Yep. and their children never paid them back. And as a parent... I don't want to tell my children no I understand that but that's just that's a that's a hard way to go by yeah you know um, I've seen it happen it's something that you just need to take into consideration when Mm -hmm. you're loaning money
1: yep and number three if you are considering giving money away or loaning money out can um, think about the contract and something that you can both agree on and feel good about
0: have a contract they don't pay the bill You have to break their kneecaps. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Okay.
1: Number four, it's okay to take your time to make a decision that respects your financial boundaries. Um, Don't feel like you have to say yes or no to somebody right away. Do only what you feel comfortable with based on your own financial situation. Yeah,
0: I tell you, the worst thing is you see that phone number pop up and you just your anxiety goes up because you know what they're calling for, and you know what they're. You just don't want to have to say no. But the anxiety comes with it, and you're doing the right thing by saying no, probably. If not, you wouldn't have such anxiety, right?
1: Right. We've yes. all been there. Number five, don't be afraid to recommend professional help from a one-on-one counselor like Jamie. You know, it's okay to say no and to say, I can't help you, but I know someone who can. I
0: know a guy that'll sit down and help you with your budget, and if you don't pay him back, he'll break your
1: kneecaps. <laughs> He's kidding. He won't break it's your kneecaps. Joke. Um, joke. But, you know, I mean, in all seriousness, credit counseling maybe something they really need. You know, budgeting help learning learning giving them the financial knowledge is really more what they need
0: yeah and you know what it's really not easy to ask for that help it's not really it's not and if if you're somebody that's been helped by somebody giving you that kind of counseling Mm -hmm. that's a great gift to say hey go speak to this person they're going to help you make your life better so you don't have to go ask other people for money and a lot of times that conversation for that person is really hard to have but once they do have it they they get those tools they need and then they're off and off to the races and they're not asking you for money anymore hopefully
1: right, right so really money situations especially when it comes to friends or family are never easy but if you follow today's tips and these financial takeaways hopefully you'll be able to have a less stressful money conversation and better relationships with everyone including your cousin Eddie. Cousin
0: <laughs> Carpe Dive is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union it's produced by Dusty Simmons Courtney Cooper, and Jamie Davidson.
1: Financial Center is a six-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy, and our goal is to help you improve your financial life. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe from Google, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Hi, I'm Courtney. Usually I'm behind the scenes at Carpe Dime editing episodes that you're listening to right now. But today I'm in front of the microphone to ask for a favor. We want to know what you think about our podcast. So if you're listening from iTunes today, be sure to let us know if you like what you hear. Thanks for listening.